0: Hello everyone, welcome to the um, Spiritual and Holistic Practitioner's Business Circle. Um, we are talking about abundance today and my name is Andrea Cowdy, I'm a content strategist and I'm here today as usual with my partner in crime or at least in this show with Carrie mcgill a Psychic Medium. <laughs> Hi, Hi Kerry, Hi. welcome to today's broadcast uh, and we're talking about abundance. Yay, I love this topic. Mm. Yeah, and we already started the chat before we even went live because it's just what we um, do. <laughs> I think, uh, this is, yeah, this is what we do just, you know, to get the juices flowing. I think uh, it's always a good idea. Um, so what what is what is abundance? Let's start with that, because I think different people have ideas like different ideas on what abundance is.
1: Yeah, so for me, obviously, it's all up to what each individual believes it is. but. To me, money isn't just, um, abundance isn't just about money. Money's uh, abundance is actually a mindset.
0: Mm. So
1: it's about, to me, abundance and gratitude go very much hand in hand.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: when you start to be grateful for things in your life, you realize how abundant you are. Mm. So that's why they kind of go really hand in hand. So Mm. for me, abundance is always about the, um, the amount of things that you have to be grateful for in your life.
0: Mm. So it's it's not a, an an amount of one thing. No, that you have. It's a combination of all these yep. different things that yep. um, that you and should be grateful for.
1: Yeah, that's right. And it can be you know as simple as the weather or relationships or your kids or food or money. It you know it's a whole combination because abundance is mm like we said, is a mindset. So it's all about Mm. how you think and feel about your life.
0: Mm. And I think this is where um, a lot of people, hopefully (laughs) uh, a penny would drop for a lot of people because it's not about how much money
1: you have in your bank
0: account. Absolutely. Or, you know, stuffed under the mattress. (laughs) Or yes. in your PayPal account, you know, wherever. Wherever your it mother. is. <laughs> yeah, we're not judging you, you know, um, uh, or how big a house you have. Yeah. No. Kind of it's, so it's of thing. It's not an outward thing then. It's an inward thing. Absolutely. Totally mm. an
1: inward thing. And when you start looking at it from an outward perspective, that's when you start to feel like you're not abundant.
0: Because mm. this is when people look at other people. Yes. And then start comparing. That's right. That, that and nothing good um, comes from that. Yeah, it, it's, it's the whole thing with um, keeping up with the Joneses, isn't it? Yes. Yep, very much so. And if you always
1: compare your life to someone else, you'll always find someone who's doing what you deem is better than you, and that mm. will always give you a sense of dissatisfaction with your own life. Mm. So you should only ever compare yourself to where you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. Or twelve months ago, or whatever it is, you should only ever compare yourself against yourself.
0: Mm. Oh, um, Cindy's um saying hello. Hello, Cindy. Thanks for Hi. watching. <laughs> Glad you could make it. Oh, <laughs> look at her Halloween outfit. Oh yeah, little witchy. I'm yeah, guessing yeah. it's Halloween. How cute is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good on you, Cindy. Um, so. Um, about this whole thing of abundance and, and looking at other people, um, for, for, uh, and externalizing the whole thing instead of um, internalizing, um, it's it it just reminds me. I I had this really cool thought in my head, and then I got sidetracked. <laughs> I, I think I completely lost it. I lost it. Um, <laughs> No, It'll come oh yeah yeah oh yeah it it just did i'm going to get to it quickly so i don't forget it again so i i think um it is um the the only good aspect of externalizing abundance or your feelings about about abundance and looking at other people is to reflect on what it is that you um see in other people as being abundant and and then mm. you know it makes you think it makes you envious or jealous or whatever because that helps you Reflect on what it is that you want in your life What mm-hmm. it is that you want more of in your life like for example if you if you're um if you're jealous of someone's Relationship because you know having a relationship or a good relationship is a type of abundance yes. Abundance of love and all that. So if you're looking at someone on the outside and go you know um, Become aware of you know feelings of jealousy and envy and all that um, Then that means that that is what you want in your life, that is what the sign, um, that sign um, points towards, I think. Um, I've I've got to find, you know, my brain to mouth connection today. (laughs) It's not working as well as it usually does. Um, So, yeah, I think a lot of people just stop on that surface level of awareness of, uh, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, look at what the Joneses have. But don't really explore the, that that fact or that depth that, okay, if I'm jealous of them having that thing, then there's something in that for me. Um, something is telling me that I want that thing deep down.
1: And sometimes we're trying to keep up with the Joneses mm. and doing things that we actually don't even want. Mm. So that can make us feel really not, abundant as well you know like if they go out and get a new car and you feel compelled that you know to keep up your image because that's usually what it's all about when you start to Mm. compare yourself with others when you start trying to keep up the image um which is Mm. fake by the way it's not real it's it's completely yep um but when you do that and you go and buy the things that you don't need Mm. you actually find that you're probably less happy
0: Mm. So and that's abundant because you just spent your money on something that you don't really right. want or need. That's leave. right. Yes. Yeah, and then so you'll get your bank account and go, oh, I'm not
1: abundant at all. Yeah. So if, if, um, when you see something in someone else that triggers an emotion within you and that emotion is linked to, like, oh, I wish I had more of that, then mm. that's okay. Then that's when you do the inner work and then go and get more of that or make mm. things better to have that. But when you are doing it from an external perspective, and and it just goes, oh, well, because they've got it, I've got to have it too. You really mm. need to do that check in and go, well, is it actually what I really want? Mm. Is that going to yeah. make me feel good?
0: Mm. A- apart from that momentary, oh, now I'm caught up with the Joneses. That's right, up. because mm. because that kind of you know, and we see
1: this in companies too. So, I mean, to touch on this, you know, you've got. Um, A really good, one of the guys that I follow is Simon Sinek. He talks a lot about Apple and Samsung, Mm. right? Mm. And he talks about Apple don't keep up with the Joneses, right? They just worry about their own thing and they worry about, you know, being better than they were yesterday. And look at how many people flock to them, right? Mm. Whereas, you know, Samsung or Microsoft, for example, they're always about, (gasps) oh! You know, if you had have said to them, oh, I've got the new Apple iPod, they would have itched and killed to get it before it was released. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because their mm. focus is keeping up with the Joneses, which is Apple mm. in that case. Mm. So mm. and then you start looking at whether it's an infinite game or a finite game. So if you're actually are trying to constantly compare yourself and keep up with someone else, you'll mm. actually never last.
0: Mm. Right? You, yeah, because it, it'll, escalate, it'll escalate to a point where you just yeah. can't can't do it any further. You, That's right. You, you go You're bust. Burn out.
1: Yep, you burn mm. out, you go bust, and you end up in the, you know, gutter living yeah. on the streets because yeah. you just can't yeah. keep up or whatever it is, right? Mm. So you do really need to think long-term. You need to play the long game and you need to not worry about what anyone else has. You need to worry about what you have and focus on that mm. and that alone.
0: Mm, mm, very wise, very wise. So we already touched a little bit on this, but let's, let's um, unpack this a little bit further, that abundance is not all about the money. Absolutely. It's not all about the money.
1: Not at all. So money is just one area of your life that you can be abundant in. There are mm. many other areas, and I think they put them into about five or seven categories. So you've got, like, money, you've got relationships, mm. You've got career, you've got family, and I'm sure there's a few more, but I can't remember. Um, (laughs) Health, health's always a big one where you can be abundant in your health. Um, And any of those kind of areas, they're the five main areas that you'll have. Mm. Money is only one. Mm. Now, if you can be abundant in all of those equally, then, mate, you're winning at the game.
0: That, is, it is it is it possible to to be winning in in all of those, or is it more about, you know, you have you have the seven areas of of abundance and 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 maybe you're really like you're doing really well in some of them, but not so well in others. Then you'd probably want to be really really thankful for the areas that you're doing really well in. Um, yeah, oh, and my cat just jumped up on my desk. <laughs> she just comes and goes as she wants. Yep. You know, if, if you see a cat tell, um oh, yeah, that's I her. think she said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's her. Um, yeah, so it's not about, um, at, at least for me, it's not about, oh, I'm only uh, abundant in, you know, these three areas, so I have to catch up on all the other ones because I have to have all seven because yeah. I I think it would be really hard to have everything in, it's in really all areas hard. yeah it is really hard to be
1: at the peak in all mm. of those areas mm. um, and what you'll find is the areas that you find you're more abundant in that's where your actual time and energy already goes mm. so if you want to create abundance in the areas that are lacking then you need to be able to allocate more time and energy mm. and you also need to be okay with the fact that some of those other areas may dip a little mm. in order for you to expand so that mm. you've got a whole picture. So it's perfectly okay to have all of them even if you looked at them in a like a pie scenario. If mm. you looked at them in that kind of scenario and all the levels were relatively even, mm. that's really great, you know, because you're actually putting the right amount of energy into each spot. And if you wanted hmm. to expand any of those, you need to give it more energy.
0: Mm. It's, it's, it's the perfect example is when uh, you want to get healthier, want to get fitter, then you would have to um, spend some of your financial abundance, right? Yes. And um, uh, put it into um, something that will, oh, excuse me. My phone is just going off, even though it's on silent. All weird things are happening in this house today. Do I say um. Mercury? <laughs> you <in> your planets. <laughs> um, for, for, the, for those of you watching, Kerry and I have this thing going where she's all about the planets um, and I'm not about the planets at all. <laughs> <laughs> so some, something happens and she goes, oh, it's this planet, and I'm like, oh, Whatever. <laughs> it it does does. so um back back to the topic so yeah you do you do have to spend some of your financial abundance on things like maybe gym membership or gym equipment or hiring a personal trainer or seeing an naturopath or you know um, something like that so yeah better food definitely so that's that's up to you to make that sacrifice um and and decide that you want to um, invest some of your abundance from this area and put it into this area, because and abundance isn't going to grow if there's no investment in it, right? It's not just going to hap- all of a sudden happen. That's why you've got to give it the time and energy. Mm. And I think we talked about the law of attraction before um, in, in previous shows, but I think. Um, the perfect example for this is, you know, where energy goes or where the focus goes, and energy goes. That's the area that's going to grow. And focus and energy can can be a form of um, in in the form of money because money is energy. So if you're if if you're sitting there, you know, waiting for your health to get better or some area of abundance mm-hmm. to get better, but you're not doing anything about it, just sitting there wishing, that's really not going to do anything for you, is it? No. And the beauty of it is
1: is that when you start to actually invest in some of those areas that you're um, not investing as much in already,
0: Mm. you may see
1: a slight dip for a short period. But say for your health, for example, and you've dipped a little in your um, money category of abundance and you've put it and invested it into your health, what you will find is that once you've got your health back on track and up to the level of where everything else is, that you will actually have more time and energy to bring the others back up. Mm. So it's actually an investment in in boosting all of them. So Mm. don't worry about the fact that you may take a small dip Mm. because that's just part of, you know, It's part of working with your body and the energy that you have available to you at that point in time And if you Mm. only have that much energy to work with then it's got to come from somewhere Mm, exactly Once you improve an area your energy usually increases which then means you have more to spread around So you Mm. can get that back
0: Yeah, so So when when you're concentrating on your financial wealth your financial abundance yeah. You're working on that for a while and it grows then that will in turn allow you to invest that money into into other causes or other areas of abundance for yourself maybe into your relationship maybe into your health you know or whatever other area you yep. want to uh, you want to do that but that's that's, right. that's it. like the the focus shifts and changes but this is I think where you really need to be aware of your own needs and yes. not um, not just concentrate on the one thing and the one thing only and just, you know, go, go, go because, like, for example, you can be a corporate high flyer uh, with a really, really good salary, you know, uh, an awesome bonus waiting for you at the end of the year, but you're working 80-hour weeks. Yeah. You know, so if you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, yeah, you know, some people might be able to get away with it for a while, but other people might actually, you know, burn out after a year or two. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you come to a crashing halt and then, you know, you, you can't work anymore so there's no more financial abundance coming in but you have to pour all that money into your health um, to get better and all that sort of stuff. So um, when you have just that one, one track mind that, you know, really, really focused on the one thing and not on any other areas, then that can be detrimental as well. Absolutely. Like for example, if if you're if you're in a relationship, but you're working such long hours that you don't have any energy um, to cultivate the abundance in your personal relationships, then you lose those relationships as well. So yeah, it, it it, it, all the time. It, yeah, yep, happens all the time. Like look at the divorce rate in Australia. Yeah. Um, and I think um, if if you compare the divorce rate, for example, and the average hours that people in corporate work in Australia, I think it's one of the highest in the world, then it's no wonder, you know, that relationships are breaking down are breaking, and there is no, yep. yeah, and there's, there's, not, there's no abundance in relationships because there is there's nothing to give. Like after you work an 80-hour week, uh, you know, how much of yourself do you really have to give? None, um, you to go home, you fall into bed and die. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. yeah. you get to um,
1: to do it all over
0: again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, you know, some people go like that for years and then end up um, really alone with, with, with no friends, really bad health and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately. So, okay, so it really isn't all about the money. So Not at all. What does it look like when you don't have abundance? Let's talk about that for a minute. Ah, So Mm. I actually don't believe that that's possible. Mm.
1: Interesting. So probably controversial because there's people Mm. out there that are going, but I don't have abundance and I get Mm. that. But um, when you're sitting in a state where you think that you don't have any abundance, you're actually not looking for it. So mm. You're constantly looking at someone else. You're constantly comparing to someone else. You're looking for external influences and validations to tell mm. you that you're abundant. And you're basically um, Issues of self-worth can come up in that mm. Like if you don't feel that you're worthy of abundance, then you're not going to be able to see it
0: even if it's there Ooh, so yeah, I, I think I think that's um, that's one of the, the biggest things uh, is this, yeah, I have all this stuff, but I don't have that. Yeah. And, you know, your entire focus is just on that. I yes. don't have that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and if you focus on what you don't have, you're never going to be happy. Mm. And if you can't find something that you can focus on that you're grateful for, and it could mm. just be, and it can start so simple, right? If you're in a space where you feel that you don't have any abundance, then focus on the fact that you've got a bed to sleep in and Mm. that there's people out there who sleep on the streets or that you've got food on your table. You know, you're abundant enough to have food to feed the family. You have a house over your head or whatever it is that you have a job. It may not be the job that you want, but you have a job, Mm. right? And it is providing for your family. Mm. So don't dismiss any of that because when you start dismissing that, then you you kind of really you dig this hole and you jump in it and you say I'm never coming out. The whole world sucks,
0: mm. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's kind of self defeating, isn't it? Um, it is. There's there's um, a whole load of self pity in that and self worth issues, like you said. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy. I think it's uh, and it's really human also to just sit yes. there and go, um, I just don't have it. Um, you know the world sucks, um, and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's for some reason humans default onto that setting. Um, We've, been wait, programmed that? Why, We've been why? Why that? Why
1: is that? How? Programmed, and conditioned. How so? So when we grow up, um, a lot of that programming can come from our parents. Mm. It's not their fault because their parents did the same thing, right? Mm, So you have to make a conscious effort to program your children differently, which means Mm. you need to be really aware of the language that you're using with your children and the kind of um, emotions that you're expressing to them. So Mm. if you're constantly feeling in a state of depression and expressing that and they're seeing that in full form and you're sitting at the dinner table going, God, I wish I had this and I wish I had that, we're never going to get this and we're never going to get that, then when they're Mm. sitting at the table with their kids, if they don't make a radical change themselves, they're going to be saying and doing the same Mm. thing and we're just going to create generations and generations of it. Whereas Mm. if you decide to take ownership for what's actually going on up here, Mm. then you have an opportunity to change not only your life but your children's lives. And their children's Mm. lives and their children's lives so you can make an absolute massive impact so but not only that like the whole world and this is going to sound very conspiracy theory but the whole world (laughs) breeds fear
0: Mm. everything in the world
1: that's absolutely true designed to breed fear in us and that's Mm. how we always look for the negative because we're and that's part of the programming and the conditioning, mm. and that's what's happened to our parents. You know, back in back in the war days, they remember they used to have all those propaganda ads. You know where they would all. Talk I love about, that
0: old. <laughs> no, but I remember <laughs> learning about them. Yeah, remember, I've seen them in documentaries.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they, you know, they always like, oh, you know, Uncle Sam's going to come to get you, or you know, or mm. Germany's, you know, he's got to be. I don't know, like the
0: Grim Reaper or whatever. You know, they used yeah. to create this big fear around these yeah, other yeah. people. Well, I, I grew up in in a communist country in, in Hungary, like at the end of the communist era, and I actually experienced this sort of um, regime firsthand when it was all about, you know, the fear of the West. Um, yes. You know, don't watch Western movies because they will corrupt you. Um, don't drink Coca-Cola because, um, you know, whatever, Um, you know, don't read Western uh, books because they will corrupt your mind and all that sort of stuff. So it's all that fear, Um, but that fear was implanted to create that dynamic where the regime was in control. That's right. And the people just had to look to the regime for everything, you know, oh, can I do this? Can Can I think this? I think that and I think you hit the nail on the head with uh, with this whole fear creation and I know that this is a this is a little bit away from abundance in a way but I think I'm going to come full circle with this because I'm going to I'm going to tell you my train of thought it's this whole um you know while there is fear the people can be controlled because yes you know I'm I'm the I'm the government the system the regime the authority whatever and um I um, tell you that you need to be fearful of all these things, Mm. but then at the same time I'm telling you I'm protecting you. As long as I'm in power, I'm protecting you from the big bad world. Yes. You know, so.
1: But if you cross me, I'm going to kick your ass, right? Exactly, exactly. (laughs) I'll bury you six feet under.
0: Especially especially if you live in North Korea or, you know, some some country like that. Um, Yeah. So, so, this is where the, the flow of abundance is controlled. Yes. Because while you're in that fear of state, you're going to be worried about all those things that um, the system tells you that you need to worry about. Yes. And I think this is where the conspiracy theory comes in. <laughs> I know, I know. The, the man. Yeah. 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 The man. You know, it doesn't matter what country you live in, there is an authority. Uh, that is, is in power. And people in power yeah. want to protect their own power. And I geez, know. it's getting a bit political now, isn't it? it is. <laughs>
1: and I want to touch on that because, and I am going to go down that in a little bit, um, because what they forget, right, say there's, you know, 100 people on the government, whatever, right, mm. just for round numbers. What they forget is there's millions of people, right? So there's 100 people in charge. But there's mm. millions of people, right? So the only way mm. for them to control us and our abundance and how we think is by bringing fear because fear is a natural response for us and it's, yeah, quite, it it's it's been programmed in over generations. So it's quite easy mm-hmm. to activate. So that's yeah. why they use that. But the thing is what they forget is there's power in the masses. There is. There so is. And, and you know, as long
0: as the masses know that they have that power. And that's where the, the struggle lies. Mm.
1: So, I mean, you, yeah. you know, you talk about like um, Martin Luther King, mm. a really, really powerful scenario, right, where he used mm. the masses to get what they needed. And I 100% mm. believe that that's why the government, you know, Conceded basically and it's Mm. the same same with what we've had here in australia with the the gay rights for marriage Mm. right they had to then decide well if we say no then what could happen Mm. right and there's an awful lot of mass and there's a lot of people who aren't gay who still back them so Mm. you know Mm. they could cause a lot of damage for themselves so basically Mm. it would have got to a point where it was just damage control to Mm. allow it Mm. But then they will use other things to control. Mm. So when they, when you feel like you're getting a win from the system, um, <laughs> be aware that it may come with other things mm. later on. Mm. So, um,
0: but it, they... it does, it does feel like that, doesn't it? That when, yeah. when you gain traction um in in one area then then yeah. you lose traction in another it's almost like um so, and i know sometimes i feel like this when it comes to stuff like this is that i'm treading water yeah so no no matter what i do i work on one area like i'm, I'm bringing in the finances and all that so that abundance is growing yeah but then um at the same time something happens and I've got um, unexpected expenses or uh, my um, health is failing or uh, my relationship needs work or, or, or something else happens yeah. that keeps me on the same level. Yes. So um, it's really easy to fall into that mindset that we, that we talked about before is to just dig that hole and sit in it and go, I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm done. I just had enough, you know. Yeah, Um, yeah. close the door, you know. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to order my wine from Woolworths. They'll deliver to the whole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like that that would be, for me, that would be like a level of desperation, Um, I think. so. But, yeah, this is what it could look like um, when you don't have abundance and when you feel like you don't have abundance. Yeah. So let's talk about what it looks like when you do have abundance.
1: What what Um, does that look like? So to me the simplest form is a smile. Mm. (laughs) Usually you're quite happy and Mm. you're smiling when you have abundance. Mm. And this is the abundance in your mindset, right? So this is about Mm. you being grateful for what you already have, not what Mm. you don't have. So Mm. once you start focusing on what you already have and you find gratitude in that, then you will create more abundance, which so abundance to me looks like gratitude. That's what Mm. it looks like. So when you find Mm. that you're grateful for things, you actually get really happy because it's Mm. really hard to be shitty and grateful at the same time. Mm. It's just physically Mm. impossible. Our body and our emotions can't do that. Mm. So... Find the space of gratitude, and you'll always have
0: abundance. Mm. And I think it's important to mention that, <clears throat> um, okay, like having have uh, a gratitude practice. Yes, uh, uh, but you know, it it shouldn't be something that um, that's just that that that's just repetitive. Like if you go through your um, abundance practice or gratitude practice and you go, yeah, uh, today I'm grateful for X, Y, Z, blah, 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 and then the next day you go, yeah, today I'm grateful. But the same things that I talked about yesterday, you know, and yeah. then you do that for weeks and months, then it's not really a practice. It's just um, it's just something that you recite all the time. But if you really dig in and go, okay, I talked about being grateful for, you know, X, Y, Z for the last week. Now let's find other things that, um, that are on, on my abundance radar or whatever and I'm grateful mm-hmm. for. That sort of pushes you into that, into that mind space where you really need to challenge yourself and go, okay, let's not just look at the surface and go, yeah, I'm really gra- grateful that I could pay my rent this week um, mm-hmm. or my mortgage this week. But really dig in, you know, um, something further and find things so it's, it doesn't become, the practice doesn't become monotonous. It becomes yeah. really easy, actually. Mm.
1: So um, when I'm teaching a gratitude practice, right, I say that if that's all you can think of, if you can only think of the same three things for 21 mm. days, then fine. But I will mm. guarantee you that it won't, won't happen, right? Mm. Because our brain is designed to start to look for those things when you start to actually write them down. So it's actually got a whole operating system that once you start to bring focus and shine a light on something that you're looking for, it'll point Mm. them out really easily. So Mm. if you get a whole week where you've got the same stuff, it won't take long before your brain goes, "Oh yeah, but we've also got this, and we've got that, and we've got this, and mm. we've got that," and it'll just start rabbiting along yeah. all these things. And you're like, "Hold on a second, my hand doesn't write that fast." Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. To do so, if the only thing that you can think of, especially in your, if you're in that real state of despair, because that's when it's the hardest. Mm. That state of despair. If they're the only three things you can think of every day, still continue to focus on them and really feel how grateful you are in your heart and that actually spreads out and then your Mm. brain will find you more moments. And that's what you end up looking for is you become grateful for the moments, not the things. Mm. The things actually don't really bring you that much gratitude. It's those Mm. moments. So it could be the moment that your son gave you a big hug that day or the fact that you got, you know, you unbelievably got a parking spot right out the front of wherever you were going. Mm. And you're so grateful that that happened because you had a sore knee that day so, you know, you couldn't walk very far or whatever it was. Do you know what I mean? It's the mm. moments mm. that we need to find the gratitude in because mm. there's millions of yeah. those.
0: Exactly. And I think when when you talked about... um like take taking that moment and feeling it. Yes, I think I I I can't agree with that um, more because it it like practice. We talk about gratitude practice or abundance practice, and you know it's not like a yoga practice where you you go through your exercise and by the time you do it for the 100th time or whatever it's all automatic it's muscle memory there goes my cat again (laughs) so your your body just knows what to do it doesn't work like that for abundance and gratitude does it because you you have to be in the moment and fully present and instead of just rattling off all these things you really need to feel it um and 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 from the heart and the depth of it and that's where you find all those other little things that are um, that are underneath all that surface Mm -hmm. stuff um, that's and right. that's, that's what really matters. That's where you find the, um, the, the most abundance, I think. The warm and fuzzies. The warm and yeah. fuzzies. Yeah. And you um, find and, that
1: when you stay in that state, you smile a lot more. Mm. So, and then what you do is you then, you're, if you do that at the beginning of the day, find something that you're grateful for, even if it's just that you had a good night's sleep, mm. um, you know, then you actually set yourself up for the rest of the day. And your brain's mm. ready, already going, okay, I'm looking for it. Let's go. And, yep. you know, you, you go into the day looking for things to be grateful for. And you can mm. do that gratitude practice in the moment. Mm. You I know, think It's good to do at the beginning and the end of the day. It, it'll set you up. It it'll set you
0: up. Yeah. yeah. I think... Um, I I do that often when I just have that, you know, a cup of coffee in the morning and it's just, mm, you know, that um, and it's not the caffeine because I just had, you know, a sip or two so it hasn't set in yet but it's just that, mm, I'm in the present and I'm appreciating this, especially if I didn't have to make the coffee, you know. <laughs> my, my daughter makes it and she just turns up in the morning, here's your coffee, mum.
1: <laughs> oh, see,
0: I do it so, before I up
1: before the kids get me.
0: <laughs> well, um, she's 23, so she's old enough to, you know, make make us <laughs> both coffee. And I trust her. She makes really good coffee. So, uh, but mm. that that is a form of abundance. It's that feeling, um, and it's not just mm. oh, I didn't have to make this, and this is awesome. But it's just that feeling of love because it comes yeah. with that. It's um, it's that here I'm I'm making a cup of coffee with my mum so we can sit down and have it together. That is to me that is abundance. Mm. You know, and when she's not home in the morning to make coffee, you know, I I, I kind of feel a bit lost. (laughs) I have to make it myself, you know.
1: (laughs) I know. But the the other thing about it, right, is that when you give it more attention, so most of us, I'm not sure if you know, but when you go to sleep, our brain goes through this whole process and it looks over all the things that you've done in the day Mm. and it basically goes, Okay, that's unimportant. I'm going to delete that, delete that. I'll keep one memory mm. if you walk into the bank, right? You know, we don't need yeah. 20. Um, we'll keep one. And, you know, but that moment when you hugged your partner, that that seemed mm. pretty important. So we'll, mm. we'll keep all of those, right? So what you need to do is if you continue to focus on gratitude and give lots of energy to it, then your brain will actually mm. continue to retain it. Mm. So it will keep it in your memory bank and it won't delete it. Mm. So... You need to kind of, like, it's, it's a really great um, processor, like a computer, your brain. So you need to give it the instructions, you know. Mm. You need to click here and tick that box and press that button mm. so that it does what it's really good at doing. And that's and, what and, this the more, is all
0: about. And the more of that you save, the, yep. more, of, the more your brain is going to go there naturally. That's right. On its own, for next time, so it's basically it's like it's self-propagating. That's right. Mm. You're changing the
1: the um. What did we call it? The conditioning and the programming. Conditioning.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You're starting exactly. to change the program,
0: mm.
1: and that that leaves a lasting impact for generations
0: mm. to come. And I think this is where. I, I think this is what needs to click for a lot of people that you need to change the programming yes not not someone else um, or the world or you know whatever yeah. that's not going to change that goes on regardless yeah if you wait yeah, goes world on to change,
1: you'll die before it does
0: yeah yeah it's it, that's not happening it's sad
1: truth unfortunately
0: yeah it's but, never if, but if get you change to it you want to get yeah, you change it on the inside. It's an inside job. Abundance is an inside job. That's what we talked about before the broadcast, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. abundance is definitely an inside job. Only you oh. can make yourself feel abundant, no one else. Mm. So no use looking to anyone else for any validation on how abundant you are. You know, mm. we, we look at certain um, communities like Over in Africa, for example, you know, they've got whole tribes and stuff, and they think they're absolutely abundant, right? They're not unhappy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They compare to two two hoots about a car. They've got their (laughs) stick and their, you know, whatever they wear. I don't know what they wear, those, I don't know, Tarzan things, those pant things. Um, I'm sorry if I'm really going off track, but... (laughs) <laughs> you know, they're happy and they're abundant because they're not looking at outside validation. Mm. And that's key. That is truly the key. Don't look for mm. outside validation.
0: Mm. It's an inside job. It's an inside Absolutely. job. Anyone so, can um, be abundant. So let's let's um talk a little bit about uh when people say why Don't I have abundance while others do? Again, it's a bit of that, uh, you know, that spiteful kind of energy and attitude. How come they have it? I don't have it exactly.
1: Yes. So, like we say, abundance is an inside job. So Mm. the reason that you don't have abundance is because you don't look for it, or you're Mm. looking for the wrong Mm. parts. Still, and this is what. The whole conversation's been all about comparing, right? So mm. when you start comparing yourself to others, you're not going to find the abundance that you're looking for. Mm. And even if you do, it's not going to give you the fulfilment mm. that will fill you up. <clears throat> so mm. the only way that you are ever going to have abundance is if you look for it internally.
0: Mm. And I think you Stop found looking. a really great word, uh, fulfilment. Yes. Is because when we look to external sources about abundance, we're still feeling something, mm. but it's it's just filling a vacuum that that we have or that we feel. It's yeah. not fulfillment, and I think this is um, this is what people um, get confused about. That fulfillment mm. isn't about um, filling your life with stuff according to someone else. Fulfillment yes. is when when you feel it on the inside. And you feel that abundance with um, with what you have. Yeah. Um. It's not filled with stuff because someone else has that stuff, and so you need to have that stuff. It's filled with um, stuff that warms you from the inside and fills you from the mm-hmm. inside. Which is I think why fulfillment have- is a really
1: great word to go with abundance. It is. It's a really really strong word, and you know people get caught up in like keeping up with the Joneses, right? Which is what this is all about. And what they find is that they keep up, but it doesn't make them any happier. It doesn't make Mm. them any more fulfilled. It's just another Mm. pile of shit in the corner that they've Mm. got. And, Mm. you know, you really need to take, you know, audit of yourself and actually Mm. decide what makes you happy and focus Mm. on that and find abundance in that space. Mm. not what makes other people happy because money mm. may make them happy so they have shit tons of it, whereas for you, you're more you're more happy with your family and having, you know, nice dinners with them and spending quality time with them. And if that's what makes you happy and that makes you feel abundant, then stuff what they have. Stuff mm. them. You know, if they're going to look down at you and talk shit about you, you don't need that shit in your life anyway, so
0: piss them <laughs> off. Kerry's <laughs> advice for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've only got a bit of time left. So um, let's get to our last point of conversation is, um, and that's all about what people can do to create abundance in their lives.
1: Perfect. So we have touched on that about the whole gratitude practice. And that mm. is so, so powerful. And if you do it is. only one thing, that is what I recommend, 110%. It's all in the mm. gratitude. Mm. That That is the main thing. Take note. The next thing that I would do is obviously take note of where you're actually at in those areas of your life, right, because mm. remember it's not all about money. So take note of where you are in your relationships, in your career, in your relationships, and that's not just your um, partner, it's also any other relationships that you have, your health, your security, you know, um, mm. and also your spiritual growth, right? So they're mm. the seven areas. So they're the spiritual ones that you need growth. to look at. You need to look I, at I, all I, of those seven areas.
0: Spiritual growth is, um, like it, it kind of oversees the whole thing doesn't it? Because yes. that's like all that internal process and internal growth where yep. you really understand what gratitude and what abundance is.
1: I think that's that right.
0: that's how spiritual abundance kind of oversees everything, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah.
1: So check those seven areas and see where you feel that you need to send some more energy to and try and just improve that area just a little bit. Not a lot. Mm. Don't change all your focus into that area. Just give it just a little bit more time and see if there's something simple and
0: just make Mm. small
1: little changes.
0: Yeah, I think use what you have. Use what is at your disposal. um, um, Don't pick something that is going to be unachievable. Look around and look at what your capabilities are and what it is at your disposal that you can use to improve you know whatever area of your life like for example if you want um, abundance in finances then maybe look at things like learning a new skill um, up training finding a new new job um, asking for a pay rise Um, if you want to improve in your relationships then uh, be honest with yourself and 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 look at how you're contributing to the relationship not being ideal you know what can you do to To make it better from your part and things like that. So um, pick things that are accessible and achievable. Yes,
1: Yes. and things Mm. that only require you to change, not anyone else.
0: Mm. Yes, because changing someone else is really hard, isn't it? I I, I think we've all had. It doesn't end well. (laughs) It it doesn't, but I think we've all had those relationships, whether it's you know a romantic relationship or friendship relationship, where we. We just didn't know any better, and we wanted to change the other person. Yeah, and it didn't. We thought we could really fix them. Mm. <laughs> um, Melanie's just saying that she's learning about abundance with crystal healing.
1: Yes, mm. there's some really awesome crystals that can actually amplify abundance and prosperity. So that mm. is a really good way to kind of bring in an extra tool to amplify. But mm. to be honest, to start with, I would just keep mm. it simple. Like if that's something that you like and you already have, then absolutely bring it into that practice. But if it's mm. not, I wouldn't wouldn't recommend that you run out and buy, you know, $200 crystals or anything. Mm. Um, the other thing I also wouldn't recommend you do is buying lottery tickets to increase your money abundance.
0: Because mm. <laughs> that's a bit of a false economy, isn't it? You it have, is. You have to spend you know money just for the chance to to... To be in it,
1: yeah. Whereas next week we're going to be canned because of all our political views this week and our out <laughs> the lottery. And <laughs> no we way if we are here. <laughs> 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 Getting we way too be.
0: honest. <laughs> <laughs> we, we will be. I think I think it's great that we can talk about these things and weave them into our conversation because. You know, what we want is to generate debate and conversation around it. So I don't think any subject should be taboo. I think anything, any topic could be discussed with intelligence and with, yes. um, with balanced debate. And if there are issues in the world that need to be solved, whether there are small issues or big issues, the only way that they're going to be solved is if we have conversations around them that actually drive change and positive yes. change. So when we talk about abundance and, you know, that little bit of conspiracy theory part that we had in the middle there um, and a bit of politics, that is part of it too because abundance is, even though it is relevant to the person themselves, it is much bigger, it envelopes the entire world. So it's, it's not just about your little um, one, one by one, you know, square meter of um, space that you occupy on a daily basis. But you know, if you if you push it out, if you push the energy out and expand it, it it covers the entire world, and you can see how abundance moves uh, in different areas of the world, and and who are the people who move it? You know, the movers and shakers, and sometimes yeah. they're good things, and sometimes they're not so good. So that's right.
1: And you know, um, obviously, there's cultural impacts as well, mm.
0: country
1: impacts. You know all of those different things you know our family can impact it too you know Mm. you could could be living with negative nancy right Mm. and the only option you've got is to try and change your mindset and not listen Mm.
0: because Mm. eventually
1: you will then rub off because Mm. we do we rub off Mm. but you know you've just got to focus on the only person that you could possibly change is yourself you can't worry about Mm. um what the culture thinks or what the family thinks or you know mm. what the country thinks. You have to just worry about you, and mm. the rest will get there when they get there,
0: mm. on on their own time. That's right. And, and some some will never um, get there, and some will get there faster than others. But it's, it's and up some to aren't you. meant to get there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very juicy, done. very juicy conversation. Uh, we're going to have to wrap it up soon, folks. um yes. What are we What are we talking about next week, Kerry? Um, oh, what, what should remember. we talk about <laughs> <laughs> i i think i think it's going to be something like because this is a, this is something that comes up in conversations once in a while and a lot of psychics experience it is when you do your spiritual work your psychic work and all that but your family or your partner don't really understand what you do they don't believe in it they don't really yes. support it so how do you make it work i think that's what we're going to be talking how do you about navigate that. yep That'll Daddy be a Yeah. Yep, yep. It's so going to be juicy. It's always juicy, I think. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's going to be a great conversation. Um, so looking forward to having you guys there. So thank you, all of you who have been watching either live or the replay. Um, hopefully see you guys next week for the show um, For um, for this topic. So you guys have a great rest of the week